me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxwain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. This upcoming podcast is rated M for Mature. We use swearsies and talk about adult stuff. All contents herein are for entertainment purposes only, and all stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and should not be taken as any sort of gospel. Listener discretion is advised. everybody welcome back to the utah outcast the left-leaning politics and atheist uh, show that just can't stand your fucking fireworks and we're saying that again because it's not the fourth of july anymore it's now pioneer day here in utah and so i mean it'll be wednesday if you're hearing this on monday if you're watching us on youtube it's a stupid utah holiday that somehow gets more noticed than the fourth of july kind of weird people lose their goddamn minds and it's been dry I mean, Pokemon Go keeps telling me to, like, watch out for severe weather conditions. It's too dry where you're at. <laughs> like, so anyway, it's hot, dry. <laughs> how are y'all doing out there in the great big wide world? Uh, this is episode number 258, and we're so glad to have you along for the ride. Joining me this week, I'm X. Hi, how's it going? And uh, my co-hosts this week are Kyle Steenblick and Felicia Intwizzle. And I, and I go by X, not because I'm edgy, because it's more boring than... My name's boring. Whatever. It's fucking more boring than Matt. Master. Matt. Matt is the name I decided to pick on this week. <clears throat> Matthew is a boring fucking name. It's a biblical it boring name. It is a boring name. Believe me, I know about biblical names. I'm bored of mine. Sorry, well. Matt, if you're listening. <laughs> I love you. I'm proud of you. I think you're great. <laughs> You have an excellent penis, Matt. Yes. It is, okay. No. It is so very big. <laughs> oh, no. Not you. Dude, I I'm said talking that. to my... No. Yeah, no, but it's my brother, man. Oh, like, I, thought, I thought we were talking about Matt's in general, and I was just being nice to every no. Matt. Just, I know that my brother <laughs> sometimes tunes in, and I was giving some good-natured shit, and then you brought his dick into it. I didn't. I'm sure your dick is fine, man. I don't... <laughs> I don't need to go further. Oh, Kyle, you're muted. <laughs> I'm going to tell him to listen God to be on one. the pale on this one. All right. <laughs> God damn it. It's weird already. God damn it. Uh, good, it's too early in the show to get weird. Good way to start the week off for new show. <laughs> hey, let me see that dick, Matt. How's it going? Coming in hot. <laughs> it's been hot, so most guys' balls have been drooping extra low this time of the year. <laughs> So moving on, is, is there anything going yeah. on in this week for you guys that you want to talk about? I had a, I had a, I had a delicious burger tonight. It, there was blue cheese and peppery bacon, and it, the burger had lots of garlic and crushed red pepper in it, and that's that's all I got. Okay, like it's been hot. Oh, and my my mom's husband accidentally lit his truck bed on fire. <laughs> 
Right. So about okay. this burger again. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, I I've been adulting. Uh, I had to. I went out and got an estimate for flooring this week. Boy, that was. Cool. <laughs> Boy, that's expensive. <laughs> yeah, Especially when yeah, I don't want to do any of the shit work myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, and that's the expensive part. Yeah, the labor. That's where they get you. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And on top of that, I was overly excited to buy a fucking vacuum today. <laughs> Look, a good vacuum, though. Right. I, I, change your life. I've had a Dyson. Yeah. Like, we got it 10 years ago, and it's been a champ, but it's just started to not work as well anymore, so we're going to get another oh, Dyson. Yeah, we have a Dyson, and I'm like, oh. Look, folks, that's that comes out to like 50 bucks a year. I know it's an expensive upfront cost, but that fucker lasts and lasts and lasts. So. Mm-hmm. It does, and it it works. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, beyond that, I got back from uh, Pennsylvania. That's why you had no new episode last week. You had Kyle and X doing our call-in show that I just put out there for everyone to listen to because there's a lot of shit that you're missing if you're not uh, watching us on YouTube. You're you're missing out on a lot of fun things. So I try to put stuff in the audio. I stream, have but... I have a sparkly background. Hmm. I've always that's heard... the most. Fun part. I always wear a t-shirt of some kind, and my latest thing is just getting the Christians pissed off at me. Again. Y'all and again. Oh, I love it. Jesus. No, I love your ironic Christian shirts. They're <laughs> probably one of my favorite things you've ever done for the show. <laughs> I support it 100%. I gotta think of some better ones. <laughs> I want to be like, just Jesus, if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Just <laughs> like that, yeah, like with like in between each one. <laughs> if you love, if you love Jesus, <laughs> that's terrible. That is terrible. Oh, God. Oh. It is very, very terrible. <laughs> we could make a whole line of shirts doing stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, bad. We have bad people. <laughs> We are. We are bad people. We're terrible, terrible people. I'd we're better than some. Make one the same. Right, right, right. Yeah, at least at least we're not like, you know, some people who like we're on a secret patron show. Don't care yeah. about <laughs> Don't care about don't truth. Care. <laughs> don't don't care about truth. How about a t shirt that says, uh, I ate Jesus's body and drank his blood. Now I'm going to live forever. Oh, I thought it was this last t shirt. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's what we need to do. We need to do, do things where we specifically say what the religion says, and yep. then just last line, it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, God lives in the star near Kolob. <laughs> like, I just want to print verses of the fucking uh, <laughs> like. Oh yeah, no, just like Pearl Great Price out, and just <laughs> I just want to like. There's ones that they went. If you listen to the Scathing Atheist, they went over the Pearl of Great Price this week, and they talked about the, uh, what are the rules that you have to follow? What the hell do they call it? It's the, you know, all of the rules that you, you believe this and you believe that, and it's, uh, I forgot what the terminology oh, is. Oh, the, um, Articles of Faith. Yeah, Articles of Faith. Right. One of them is like, and such as, and therefore, and like, it was vague. Et cetera. Et cetera. Et cetera. <laughs> Yeah, like you don't want etc. Um, in your religion. Yeah, yeah. 
etc. We might change our minds, add some things. You're writing the book. You could put this in there. <laughs> um, I think we should have a t-shirt that uh, Jesus would curse an out-of-season fig tree for not having fruit and the chapter and verse. Right. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, oh, 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 oh. Uh, what would God do? Uh, punish somebody who was uh, who hit on somebody who wasn't single, but they told them that they were. Or you know, what, my one of my favorite story. ones is the uh, the lady that grabbed a guy by his balls in the middle of a fight, and he she he she was the one that was put to death because she was trying to stop a fight between the husband and somebody else. No, she lost her hand. Was it her hand? I thought it was mm-hmm. put to death. Uh-uh. I know. Okay, how about this one? This is the real part of religion. If your testicles are crushed, you can't get into heaven. No, I got a better one. Okay, go for it. <laughs> Date rape your dad. <laughs> hey, dad, I got some wine. <laughs> <laughs> Just date rape your dad. And then Bible chapter and verse. Oh, my God, that one's good. Don't spill it on the ground. You'll go to hell. <laughs> He'll smite you for that. <laughs> So if they masturbate and they do it on their chest, they're they're fine, right? Yep. As long as you go chugga chugga choo choo all the way up, you know. Never mind. It got weird again. (laughs) So, but like, there is nothing in the Bible against female masturbation. There's nothing. Well, of course not. The people who wrote it didn't know that was a thing, and it's totally (laughs) the women around at the time knew it was a thing. Though the women knew it was a thing. The women (laughs) they didn't they didn't tell they didn't tell the guys about it. So was lesbianism? Is it was a secret for a long time. It's not in the Bible either. So yeah, that's true. Lesbianism is not right. Right. Also, something they didn't tell the men about. (laughs) Oh, they're so pretty sure most people knew. So, like, here's the thing: is like, yeah, you got some of your desert religions that had these edicts, but people have largely not changed at all. Um, like, did I tell you? Uh, I just heard this on NPR. They have found the oldest uh, Christian conversation, like, or communication that was between Christians outside of the Bible. No, no, I hadn't heard. You wonder what it was. What? It was a brother writing to his brother, asking him to bring home his favorite sauce. That sauce I like is actually the translation. <laughs> yep. You know, from the fig tree because it was in season. <laughs> it was actually fish liver sauce. Fish liver sauce? I don't know. It could be good. You do some butter. like, really, like I don't know. I mean, it's it probably, I could it's, be good. It's like really, it's like the original Worcestershire. Yeah, sauce. I was gonna say. Yeah. I guess I can't say anything bad about that because I enjoy like Thai fish sauce or fish paste that you can get. Yeah, stuff, so. I love. I well, and I love cooking like uh, Italian food with anchovies, where you just like melt them in butter. Yeah, I can't really judge. Yep, 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 yep. It's like those little Gardettos that you used to get. Like the rye chips had all the sardine flavor in them. Those are good. But, yeah, and, and yeah, I get it. I get it. But that's yeah. So people don't change. Um. So like. The thing is, like, your average person was like, I don't really care who you're fucking. Are you going to help me do the chores so we can have a whole week off next week? And the guy would be like, yeah. (laughs) Right. That, like, the people in charge cared who the plebes were fucking. The plebes did not care who the plebes were fucking. No, no, of course they didn't. And Matt, nobody cares who you're fucking, okay? I'm just saying that right (laughs) 
I'm bringing it back to Matt so we can wrap it up. So <laughs> your sister doesn't even care. <laughs> Especially your sister does. <laughs> Did you just insinuate that my I... brother's fucking my sister? No, no, no. What? I'm saying no. you as his sister don't care. Oh. Oh, right. No, I right. would never yeah. insinuate that two people in the family right. are fucking each other. In... Okay. Yeah, no, of course. Of course I don't care. Ivanka like, and Donald. I mean, you know. He knows. Like, I, I guess he was unclear that I'm bi, though. I don't know. But, like, yeah, he knows that I am, like, 100% supportive of his body. We've had lots of conversations. Those are private, so I'm not really going to get into it. I, I just can't wait for the one time we might be watching, like, adult content, me and my wife together, and just be like, hey, that's a nice dick. And she's going to be like, what? <laughs> There's nice dicks out there. There are. There absolutely are. And with that, we're going to go ahead, jump to our first little break here. We'll be right back. This is the Utah Outcasts. Hi, this is Dan, Ryan, and Matt with the Godless Revolution podcast. We've had a lot of great guests on this show. Such as Russell Glasser, Dan Errol, Brian Fields, David Silverman, Doug Mesner, a.k.a. Lucian Greaves, and Joey Kirkman, whom we love a lot. We've also had a lot of really cool local guests. And we're a podcast that likes to fight for the separation of church and state and against anti-skepticism of all kinds. You should give us a listen, because if you don't, you're going to be really sad. Make your ears happy. Listen to the Godless Revolution podcast. Some of them would like to meet you. Oh, really? Hello. Hi, doctor. I'm Ganser Boy. And what would you like to say to the doctor? I'd like to thank you for your marvelous drug. Oh, are you on it, Cancer Boy? No, there is no hope for me. But my parents are on it, though. They were so very low, not just because of me, but because my brother was born with his heart on the outside of his body. Is that a fact? Yeah. Nice to make your acquaintance. Oh, sorry, sorry. That's okay. My marrow is just low. In February of 2018, a woman in Arizona by the name of Tina Hines, nothing funny about that, uh, suffered a cardiac arrest while preparing for a hike with her husband. Also, not funny. Uh, she no. had to be resuscitated multiple times. Kind of yeah. getting funnier. Uh, but made it to a hospital where she survived the ordeal. And she's, and they say, you don't see someone make it through, uh, make it through like that very often. So when she finally woke up after 27 minutes, the first thing that she asked for was for a notepad because she had to write something down. And what she wrote down was a scribble of fucking letters that read out, it's real. More recently, her niece, Maddie Johnson, uh, got a tattoo commemorating that moment and uh -huh. shared it online. Oh my. She tattooed hey. on her body for the rest of her life her crazy aunt's fever dream of nearly dying and coming back and saying it's real. And if you're wondering about wow. what real we're talking about here, uh when she when asked what her note referenced, Hines responded by pointing up to heaven with tears in her eyes. Your brain was malfunctioning. 
Yeah, you well, and these these uh, end of life experiences are different based on the culture you grew up in. Right. So I would see yeah. robots. No, what would I see? Huh. I don't know. I don't know. But I've always found it interesting that everybody, every single person who has ever had one of these near death experiences has oh i mean none of them have ever come back and gone oh shit uh guys hell nothing we picked the wrong religion hell's a thing and it's fucked up man i've I've heard the stories of hell is real kind of things where they came back and realized that they weren't living a good life and who knows if it's true i don't give a shit but anyway I mean, brains are crazy. They do all sorts of amazing and yeah, mm-hmm. like I see faces things. in things that shouldn't have faces. Right. You know, right? Kind of right. weird, like. But yeah, no. I mean, more and more to the point, nobody ever comes back and goes, "Oh, fuck, guys." I need to be Mormon right tomorrow. You know. <laughs> yeah. Or I need to be. I need to go meet. Uh, I need to go become a shit. Was on. What am I trying to say? Shinto, because I saw the sun god, and it's something I need to be. You know. Yeah. Uh, right. Let's see. But I think more amazing is that nobody has ever come back and, you know, told a story about something that they themselves could not identify as any uh, deity or religion or afterlife. Yeah, some brand new thing. That they have never seen before. No, it's always exactly what was described. However, what they already believed right. before they went. There. It was yeah. so real. The colors were so vibrant, Heinz recalled of her vision which she said included Jesus standing in front of black gates. I always thought they were pearly. The pearly gates are supposed to be like white and pearlescent, right? With the bright yellow glow behind him. Hmm. Almost like the doctor shining lights through your eyelids. Uh, It's kind of interesting. Well, black um, gates could be your eyelashes that your brain was capturing the images of. I saw way crazier shit on mushrooms. All I'm saying is we were playing um, all right, I'm just gonna say it. We were playing movie soundtracks, like we just put on like random, you know, or movie scores. We put on movie scores for fucking, and I was on mushrooms, and I'm telling you, I saw some crazy shit, and it's way crazier than that. Ah, uh, my lover turned into a lion person at one point. Um, <laughs> and that sounds scary, but on mushrooms, it's not. It's fine. Um. There was a, a like a wormhole of black and white checkers. Uh, I don't know. There was a lot of visions. The colors were intensely vivid. That's the thing, though, is um, what mushrooms does to your brain is actually not entirely dissimilar to a near-death experience. Right. And uh, DMT is exactly the same. So, yeah, we can just fake that shit. Like, but I mean, it didn't spur you to like when you come down off of it to scribble down on a piece of paper. Holy shit! I fucked a lion. That which your niece would somehow get tattooed on their body, right? <laughs> no, like uh, so the thing is, it's out that like the beliefs you have before you do the hallucinogenics don't like they don't change, right? So when I was just like, oh, I'm an atheist, and then I did mushrooms, I was like, still an atheist. Didn't see God. <laughs> no, I. I did see some really cool shit, though. It says here uh, that it's a stereotypical, superficial depiction of heaven, the same thing that all the other same people kind of see. And, you know, it's interesting that one person has recanted the story, one of these stories, by saying, you know, I thought it would get me a lot of attention. And it did, you know. 
But mm-hmm. Hines may have had a vision, but it doesn't mean her vision was true because yeah, like, it doesn't mean anything. We've all had vivid dreams. Am I correct here? I mean, man, I yours consistently were have tripping very balls. vivid dreams. <laughs> I once had a very vivid dream about a couch. <laughs> I'm telling you, I can still see the color. It was a dark forest green. Turns out, okay, this is actually cute. Uh, so in the dream, Rena was helping me win a decorating competition, and she picked out this couch for me. It was dark forest green. And it was kind of mid-century modern, um, but it had a gold iridescence to it. Turns out she just bought herself a mid-century modern forest green couch. Does not have gold iridescence, but damn, did I know her taste. (laughs) (laughs) Now, it says here that scientific research has shown that high levels of brainwaves are present, leading to the vivid hallucinations that are commonplace when you are close to dying. So while people might be tempted to believe that Heinz in her state had her brain, quote, switched off until she, quote, came back to life, it was likely performing all kinds of unusual activities. No wonder the dream she had felt more real later on. Right. Right. Yeah. See, the thing is, the brain doesn't turn off. Yeah. It doesn't turn off. It It freaks the fuck out. When it's done, like off, off. You're dead, you're like dead, dead. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's brain death. That that's like you're gone. Bye. <laughs> it takes a, quite a bit for the brain to turn off, and it's actually not like it, it's more like becoming a person. Becoming not a person is more of a process rather than like an on-off. Yeah, there's a lot uh, more to death than just like uh, off dead. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Most most modern science says that we should regard it as a process, mm-hmm. just like you know, becoming alive process mm-hmm. there's there's points where we definitely know one is not yet alive and then alive and we know there's part there's pro- moments where one thank you Orso, for that one uh <laughs> we know there's moments when one is definitely alive and then not alive yeah but the line to getting there is and also i just want to caution people uh don't get a tattoo <laughs> unless you are for sure that's something you want to have on you forever, unless you are sure. And the best way to do that is to have this thing in front of you everywhere you look for a, a couple of months at a time. You know, realize that's uh, something that you from want to get. people From the people I know who have tattoos, that's not necessarily true. Just don't get anything that is um, like, okay. So uh, just put yeah, it on your back. You'll never see it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like, or like ones that like, if you just think they looked neat, that's fine. But like, if it's going to have, like, if it's something that could really change your mind on, like, don't heaven, don't get real. like, <laughs> I'm a fucking libertarian tattooed to you. Cause like that shit can change. I saw a tattoo of a, a guy that got put on him where Trump was raping Hillary Clinton. Like this was, a Oh tattoo. my God. I'm like, first of all, fuck that tattoo artist for putting that on you. Yeah. <laughs> second, You've got that for the rest of your fucking life. <laughs> hey, I was a shitty human being. And you remember I've got when like, the whole of arm got blacked out? That was apparently a trend. I saw, I saw a lady. I saw a lady out. that had that the other day. It was kind of odd. Yeah. So it's bad. Bad look. Not, not, it just, it looks real weird, guys. And it doesn't age well. Yeah, because it greens, especially black greens over time. And, so. and and it doesn't it doesn't fade evenly. That too. <laughs> Unless you like going and getting fills every couple of months, you know. 
on an entire blackout? That's going to be so expensive. Oh, <laughs> I, could, I couldn't imagine the time nor money that somebody had to spend to do that goddamn thing. Want to get in touch with the Outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker. Well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. Physics. It's the study of the forces that make matter move. Everything moves, except for dead people and stones. <laughs> and who wants to study them? Geologists. Who? Geologists. What are they? Stone studiers. Fair play to them. One of the most popular beers in Utah is a beer made by Wasatch, I believe, right? Yeah, Wasatch Brewery. It's mm -hmm. called Polygamy Porter. And it's delicious. It's a delicious, deliciously made, wonderful beer. And uh, the mm -hmm. people in North Carolina just can't seem to get past the label. Yeah, I guess that's a hard one to get past. Uh -huh. I'm, I'm sorry, but I thought that uh, I thought alcohol and sex kind of went together in the same thing. I mean, we're not even talking just like sex, though. We're just saying like spiritual wives is, is what they're mad about here. Anyway, a request to sell Wasatch Brewery's Polygamy Nitro Porter in the Tar Heel State was rejected in mid-June because the name and the label promote an unlawful activity. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of alcohols that do that, but okay. Wouldn't like every rum be disqualified from that then? Because that's all pirate activity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No Captain Morgan. He's a pirate. Is he, though? <laughs> I'm doing Felicia's role because she's off taking a break real quick. Right. And the problem is, like, you can, like, see her laundry basket on this video. She's got stuff in her laundry back there. <laughs> I see your dirty pillows. Anyway, it says here that uh, the state said polygamy is illegal. Therefore, these products will not be approved, said the rejection letter sent to the Utah Brewers Co Cooperative. Which produces and sells beers made by Wasatch and Squatters Breweries. Wasatch officials plan to appeal the decision, but spokeswoman uh, Lauren Bo said Lauren Boyack. God, I haven't eaten anything to drink tonight. Lawyers will make their case on the 14th of August before the North Carolina State Liquor Commission. Boyack and Wasatch want to sell its polygamy nitro porter on tap at a place called the Collaboratory. And let me know if you're in North Carolina and you're close to that, because I can't wait to see when they actually get it there. <laughs> it's in yeah. Asheville, North Carolina, for anybody wondering. The new brewery and restaurant owned by Wasatch's parent company. Oh, I see. I missed that earlier. The, the restaurant that they're going to be. Or are they talking about Wasatch? Is the Collaboratory a a new product that's going to be made by the people here at Wasatch that own it? Or are we talking about Wasatch as a brew pub? That I don't know. It's kind of uh, ambiguous in this article here. Yeah, I'm not really sure, but I'm pretty sure that they, they're part of a collective, a yeah, collaborative. Yeah, the, the Canarchy yeah. Craft mm -hmm. Brewery Collective. Right. So there is a parent company called that that owns Wasatch. And I guess they own this collaboratory place too. Okay, so right, yeah, they already serve Wasatch's apricot hefeweizen, which is fucking delightful. If you it if is. you get it in the right season, you can also get the raspberry hefeweizen, which is really good mm -hmm. too. 
and Squatters Hop Rising Double IPA, which is a fucking, it's my one of my favorite fucking beers. It is. It is a delicious IPA. Um, not, not something you can say about all IPAs. And if, uh, you guys but, ever see it, uh, the guy that's on the cover of it, the, the, the farmer guy that's on there, uh, he's a gourmand and he's an atheist. So <laughs> really good guy too. Really good guy. Uh, let's see. Boyack said that we're in on the polygamy joke here in Utah. It's just a fun beer name and it's certainly not meant to promote illegal activity. No, 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 not at all. <sighs> North Carolina is among one of the 17th states that include Utah that controls sales of alcohol. Though I'm interested to see that there was some legislation that went up to the Supreme Court, I think, that where you're not going to be able to keep people from buying liquor across state lines kind of thing, like by mail or something. There's something that yeah, came up and they had, like that. Yeah. they had to strike it down. So maybe we'll actually be able to like order beers and bring them in state. We'll probably have to pay hellas tax on it when it comes in, but I'm sure. Yeah. Nice I'm sure actually import some shit though. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. The North Carolina ABC commission always gives thoughtful consideration to each label says Kat Haney, the public affairs director for the commission in North Carolina. And uses the criteria outlined in the statutes as basis for every rejection or approval. Mm, do you I really don't, I don't believe her? Uh, North Carolina. Yeah, you should. North Carolina laws prohibits certain statements in alcohol advertising and labels. She said the specific clause affecting the polygamy porter request bans any label that depicts the use of alcoholic beverages in a scene that is determined by the commission to be undignified, immodest, or bad taste. The use... It's not really in bad taste, though. Well, my problem is, like, it says that it depicts the use of alcoholic beverages. I don't remember seeing any of them on that label actually having a beer Mm -hmm. in their hand. No. No. No, it doesn't. Now, if you're wondering what they're they're grasping at their their, uh, pearls at on this one, because there's a drawing of a man and two women lounging in the nude with arms and fabric strategically drawn to cover all the private parts. So it's a depiction of the human body that they're upset about. Right. It's ah. it's beautiful. It's beautiful artwork. That's ah, what it is. Christians, you know, Man. having shame in the human body since 33, 33 AD, <laughs> you know. You know, Jesus was hanging up there on that cross. I've seen thirsty Jesus. I've been to Catholic churches. I know what you guys are praying to. Why not? Anyway, so it says here, while polygamy was a common practice during the early members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and we still know them as the Mormons, though they consider that a slur nowadays. Good old victimhood. Sure. The church abandoned polygamy in the late 19th century as a condition of statehood and now excommunicates members found practicing it. But they can always join back up later after they say, I'm sorry, I didn't mean for that to happen. Mm-hmm. You just have to lie because that's what this church is really good at teaching you how to do. Is oh, they're really good at that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they had to abandon the polygamy in the late 19th century because the survey says, oh, that's right. The, the army was going to be invading Utah because of all the other shit that they were doing, invading other territories. Uh-huh. Cool. Uh-huh. Cool. Cool. Got that one. Now, while it's not Wasatch's top selling beer, polygamy porter, quote, has always been popular in large part because of the branding and the funny name. We sell a lot of merchandise with the logo. It's something that catches the eyes for locals and visitors to the state. But meanwhile, North Carolina is like, 
I'm prudish. I don't want to. I don't want to see naked bodies with my beers. Yeah, it's nice to know that we don't have the, the. Uh, yeah, we don't corner the market on on being the the moral crusaders yeah. of the world kind of thing. So, uh, it's it's all right. Maybe we'll be able to see the uh, the beer being sold here pretty soon. Uh, I don't think it's going to hold up. I think they're going to find their way through. And if not, we'll uh we'll bring you an update. We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. All he says is, kill me, kill me, kill me. Don't you have some message for him, Padre? You could at least tell him to put his faith in God, couldn't you? I'll pray for him for the rest of my days. But I will not risk testing his faith against your stupidity. Well, you're a hell of a priest, aren't you? He's the product of your profession. Not mine. It's the Answers News crew, and uh, this one has Georgia and Ken. And, uh... The other lady, I can't remember where she's from. Canada? The Canadian lady. The one's always in the middle and is always the third wheel. Uh, anyway, they're going to be talking to us about one of my favorite topics, the the right to die. And you might think, but Jesus Christ, sex, that's really fucking morbid. Hey, that's just me. Uh, anyway, they're going to go ahead and get started, and uh, let's see what the fuck they've got to say for themselves here. Uh, New York Times. Vincent Lambert, Frenchman at Center of Right to Die Case dies at 42. So this has been kind of in and out of the news for a long time now. This individual um, who has had severe brain damage after being in an accident back in 2008 um, has finally passed away. There's been this big legal battle going on um, with some members of his family just wanting doctors to stop giving him any kind of care and allow him to pass away. Other members of his family saying no, that is basically killing a disabled person because he's in a vegetative state. But what about the wishes of the victim here? I mean, not victim. Victim's the wrong word. What about the wishes of the deceased? What what if they had something before they had died where they said, you know, I don't want to be in pain. If I'm already gone past this point, don't keep me alive longer than you have to because there's no point because I'm never going to be coming back from something like that. But, you know, any kind of nuance like that is lost on Ken Ham and company. Able to survive with food and water and... So we have a number of young people in the audience and also a lot of people watching us. Mm-hmm. So this brings up the topic of euthanasia and mm-hmm. um, Georgia, it'd be good for you to... You're my my resident science woman. You tell me the science behind this because I can't speak with any kind of authority and I'm going to bastardize science as much as I possibly can to make my my whole side of this whole thing fit. And just so you're wondering, they're going to do the whole... Well, the brainstem was still working, so therefore he was able to live, you know, as long as they kept feeding him and giving him water. It just, it tires me out that these people can't see the decency in letting somebody pass away or, you know, euthanizing somebody if they feel like they're at a point in their life where they can't live it anymore. If this is a case where the, some, where the person had a, an original statement saying that, uh, I wish to be brought back as much as you possibly can, that's great. Let the people come back. Let them try to fight for their life or something. 
But when you have somebody that's like this and has massive brain damage that will never, never get fixed, I think the family taking care of them have to be able to weigh their opinions here and say, look, as much as I love this person, that's not the person that I loved. That is a husk of somebody that doesn't, I mean, not, I'm not going to say not there anymore, but their brain doesn't work the way that it used to. So therefore, there's not going to be any conversations. There's not going to be any more letters from home. There's not going to be any more come over for a visit and hang out on Christmas kind of thing. No, there's not going to be any of that. This person, for all intents and purposes, is just a sack of meat. Doing all of the basic biological shit that their body can do without any higher functioning brain activity. Terry Shiva was another one of those people. I'm glad that the family finally was able to let her go to rest and die. Let's just stop using nice, nice, nice use euphemisms for stuff that is fucking hard decisions. If they're not there, they're not there. Therefore, you should do everything in your power to let them go. They can't do it themselves, and you're not going to be able to find people that are going to let you do that kind of stuff. So. I don't know. We need to change our fucking laws in this country, and it needs to be a federal thing because this kind of bullshit needs to stop. You don't just need to keep the empty husk around. From your perspective, okay, so how could should Christians view this? And in regard to this issue, and and, and what about people who are suffering? Right. And so, how, how do we deal with that? If I'm suffering, put me out of my fucking misery. We treat dogs better than we treat infirmed people in this country. If people don't want to live in pain and live with all sorts of bad shit happening to them and it's unbearable, you shouldn't make them do so. It's hard to see someone like this suffer, especially for such a long period of time. But one of the things, and, and my understanding of this case and what they... This guy didn't suffer. He had brain damage. He was gone. Only thing that was still working was his brainstem. That's the basic shit that keeps you breathing, your heart beating... And every other basic biological function that you have. But this person was not on any kind of life support system. They're, the part of the brain that controls the beating of the heart and the breathing and all was still functional and still working. So they weren't on any kind of life support system. So what they did was... Being fed food through a tube and water through a tube is called life support, lady. I didn't know if you knew that, but I mean, that's what it is. It's not just breathing. Removed food and water. Okay, so they stopped giving him those things, and he died, of course. But, but that, is, that is actively killing someone. This person did not pass away. They were murdered by the doctors. No, they were murdered by hunger and thirst. Doctors didn't actually kill the person. They withdrew food and water. It is absolutely wrong to withdraw Things that are basic necessities for life. You need food, you need water, and you need oxygen um, to survive. And so, if the you need more than just that to survive. I'm just saying that, as far as the pyramid is concerned, you need shelter, you need love, you need. There's all sorts of stuff that you need in order for you to survive as a human being. If you're talking about basic necessities just for basic survival, yeah, food, water, and like shelter. Or food, water, oxygen, and shelter. I can't believe you had to put oxygen in there. Person can survive as long as those things are given. Then they should still be given. I mean, yes, this person is severely disabled, and it's but that doesn't give us the right to just kill them because it's 
Because I guarantee the reason they want to do this is because it's costing a lot of money and it's costing people a lot of time. Well, you know, it'd be really handy if this country would get some sort of medicine system where it didn't bankrupt people to keep people around like this. It's almost like if you lived in another country, you wouldn't have to worry about going broke over something like this happening. And this person was in France, so probably not that argument there, Georgia. But lots of time? Sure. Nobody's entitled to your fucking time. Even if it is someone that's in your family or one of your kids or something like that. You've sacrificed for them. That doesn't mean you have to sacrifice everything for them. I'm just stating the unpopular belief out there that you can be selfish with your time sometimes. If that To the point of where you're going to let somebody die? Up to you, really. I, I'm not the moral arbiter here. All I know is that if this was somebody in my family and they were brain dead, I wouldn't just be keeping them around just to fucking keep them around like it's a trophy that needs to be displayed. I don't want to deal with that. And so it's just easier to have the person die and, and relieve them of that. And so Because we've got to remember that. How about you let people make that kind of decision for their loved ones, Georgia, instead of, you know, beating on the Bible some more and saying that God said that you can't die until it's time for him to say that you can go. How about you leave that up to the people that are like actually in charge of that person? If the doctors did that, then it must have been ruled okay. All humans made the image of God. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's God who determines when you are born and when you die. Oh, fuck you, man. That is one of the laziest goddamn arguments when it comes to creationist shit like this. He decided when you were born and when you die. Fuck you, I decide that shit. You're not going to be able to co-opt my death, God. And actually, right from the point of fertilization, you're right. a human. Yep. But then again, mm -hmm. if you if you kill babies in the womb... Babies aren't in wombs. Just saying that right now. They're not babies until they're born. Why not kill people who are elderly or people who are diseased? Or If the, peer, the person that's diseased doesn't want to live and there's no hope for a cure... I'd rather go out instead of suffering. If the person is elderly and they're infirmed and they can't get around and they feel like they're being a burden on everybody, if it's something they want to do, fucking let them. And we're all yeah. just animals anyway, right? So we are fucking animals, Ken. We are. We are animals. You need to quit being so upset about that. Get rid of a spare animal. Get rid of someone you don't want. Actually, it's one of the things that that you see um, even even in America in regard to some of the uh, issues in the past and politicians bring in particular health programs and that it, it is really they really recognize that the older you get you start to have health problems because your body starts to fall apart uh and so you, you need help that's a fucking excuse i've met lots of people that are in better health than i am recognize a lot of money goes towards uh helping those people with medical issues so they want to get rid of people earlier so have uh, you thought about that in regard to themselves by the way <laughs> yeah even if we wanted to go full on Logan's run and you fucking hit the red light on your hand goes off after a certain amount of years and it's time for you to be offed, it's still tons better than the fucking system that we have right now where you're just going to die broke and starving. <laughs> Jesus Christ, guys. And it's really, it's really sad because the thing mm -hmm. is, it's one thing to say you're not going to give life-saving medication or you're not going to resuscitate someone if they, you know, um, if, if that happened, but it's another thing to remove mm -hmm. actual necessities for life from someone. And so that, that's, that's, and I, I think that's a good, yeah. um, 
I think that's a good sort of rule of thumb right. to go by for us to, right. to understand it. You know, the difference mm-hmm. between actively killing someone and, and passively and allowing them to die by natural means. Maybe someone basically. like that. Yeah. 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 Who's to say God didn't order that person to die from natural means by being this, by having the feeding tube removed and no water being put into them? Uh, you guys want to play that game? We can just keep doing this because who's to say what God allows to happen or not happen? It, if everything is according to God's will, that person dying was God's will. By the way that they died was God's will. Therefore, how dare how fucking dare you try to say that they did not follow God's will? You can keep playing this game. Watching from near the North Pole in Alaska, we had a really weird winter, barely any snow, but still really cold. And Okay, I don't care about these people's fucking things going on in Alaska. All I'm trying to say, Ken, is that you guys think that even if somebody's in pain and is suffering, that they should have to be forced to live the rest of their life. Me, on the other hand, I take the... The more open approach to this whole thing. You don't want to be on this earth anymore. You don't want to live anymore. You don't want your life. You feel like you're being a drain on other people around you. By all means, go through the whole process needed in other countries for you to have end of life. Just go ahead and go through that and then just get along with it. Because you know what? I'm not trying to say that I don't care about people out there. I'm just saying is that when people have decided it's their turn to check out of the hotel, you just let them check out of the hotel. It's not up to you to determine and be the gatekeeper on who gets to leave and when. It's not God's position to do any of that shit either because it doesn't fucking exist and it's not real. Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash utahoutcasts for more information. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, scientifically accurate Spider-Man, no dashing grin or from head to toe in hair, scientifically accurate Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, four pairs of eyes on Spider-Man. Lanky arms and little mask, his web erupts from out his ass. Look out, accurate Spider-Man. He doesn't give girls time of day, it's a science fact, spiders are gay. There are 250 spiders on your skin, so we probably live somewhere on your shin. Look out. Spiders produce milk. Can't wear clothes or he can't climb. He is naked all the time. His dick falls off, that's how he mates. Let me say that again, his dick falls off. Spiders, dicks fall off. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, scientifically accurate Spider-Man. All his powers are that good. Didn't even mention how he eats his food. Here's a hint, 
It happens outside his mouth. And his dick falls off. And his dick falls off! A couple of months ago, an artist by the name of uh, Ian Anthony Lang created a sculpture of Spider-Man's hands close to the Lincoln Children's Zoo in Nebraska. You know, the Spider-Man hands like this, where he's doing the the finger. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw this one. And it's a sculpture. Yeah. It's like six feet tall kind of thing. It's a pretty big sculpture. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Look at it. Yeah. However, it's it like like the article says here, it's one of those public works of art that everyone likes to take pictures in front of because it's neat. And yeah, yeah. this project was one of dozens of works of art placed around the city during the, quote, Serving Hands Lincoln program. Uh, but this week, a woman wrote a nasty letter to the mayor demanding that the sculpture be taken down because it reminds her of, well, let's say not Spider-Man. <laughs> so, uh, it's a sculpture of two hands open, painted red and black and formed into devil horns. Oh. She wrote in her email on I was Friday, like, did she mistake, like... <laughs> Ooh. No, not the shocker. No. <laughs> oh, God. No, she better. No, more dumb <laughs> I mean, than mine. So she wrote an email this last Friday calling the art anti-Christian, demonic, and completely inappropriate for showcase near a family attraction. I want to just say right now that I was able to work in into an exotic dance performance. <laughs> the, the devil horns with tongue out and the ah! everything into an exotic dance performance this yeah. this lady demanded that the city move the six foot spider-man sculpture because it's ugly it's perverse and a this is the best part of this whole thing a quote hate crime against the church wow <laughs> wow <laughs> okay i don't even know how to process that that's just that wouldn't you know the the Always SpongeBob joke where he's like, "This is this isn't just normal darkness. This is advanced darkness." You know? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't just open per like this isn't just regular persecution. Amazing. This is advanced persecution. <laughs> it's a hand statue that isn't like anywhere near you. You have to go somewhere to see it. Right. Well, okay. So the Spider-Man hand, uh, oh, no. it's the like, it's the flip hand like this where. Thumb out. Yeah. Bring in. Bring Isn't in. this something? I feel like this is something. Longhorns? Yeah, Texas Longhorns. Longhorns. And it's also yeah. sign language for I love you, isn't it? I mean. I love you. Yeah, I think you're right. It is I love you. Yeah. That's what, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. But it's just, but it's. It's just the, the whip, you know, the yeah. whip and release. Spider-Man hands. Release. Yeah. Right. Like, it's cool. <sighs> And the article here says, come on now, Spider-Man helps people. If the lady's concern is getting rid of things that aren't a family-friendly and that promote perversion, then the local churches need to go well before the sculpture oh does. <laughs> so, Boom, accurate. <laughs> they rape kids there. Re religion rapes Sorry, children. No, no, that's fine. Religion rapes children. You, It needs to be said yeah. because there's not a single fucking church that's not guilty of it. Absolutely. So in this case, the city ombudsman, this is a weird word, ombudsman, Lynn Quisner, uh, Quisn yeah, Quinzer, uh, told the unnamed woman that these weren't devil horns, that they were art, and they wouldn't be removed specifically for that reason. So 
I guess Spider-Man wins. But also, yeah. like, what if, like, one of, like, the rock icons, like, was doing devil horns and you do a statue where they're like, ah, like, from that city, right? They were born there and you do a, like, yeah, that would make it, sense, I guess it right? depends how much yeah. of a Kiss fan you are. <laughs> Which is not... I don't know. I haven't been to a rock show where somebody, like, the crowd doesn't start, like... It's not like we're actually no, yeah. saying, yes, I'm hailing it. Satan and I want to go to hell or anything like that. It's just like, hey, this is pretty fucking metal and awesome. Rock on, you know? <laughs> well, I, uh, when I did it in the exotic dance performance, to be clear, exotic dance, you know, the kind where you drop your legs in a spread eagle, that kind. Um, when I did it, I, uh, uh, the, the lyric is specifically, and throw in my horns. Oh. And there's there's a part in the song where the lyrics go, there's a man down the down below who needs my sympathy. And I straight up did a pussy swipe. Like I'm on all fours and I take one hand and I go, white pussy swipe. <laughs> like you she wants obscene and offensive. I can show her obscene and offensive. And devil horns will be fucking involved. Utah yeah. outcasts. A hate crime against the church. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new tagline. New tagline. I'll take it. I'll, I'll take, take it. it. That's take better it. than. Leave it to the Christians to give us our best slogans, man. <laughs> God damn it. Every time. Worst podcast. <laughs> well, that about does her. Wraps her all up. And it was a pretty good story. Don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darned human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons. Across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. Say, friend, get any more of that good stuff. All right, folks. Well, that does it for us this week. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the content that we put out. Or better yet, just become a patron and don't miss anything. Head on over to patreon.com slash Outcast, like the following amazing people did who donate to the show every single month. This show would not exist without our supporters. We have Darren Redell, uh, let's see, Amber Mulvaney, Bicycle Legs, Cindy Spear, Colby Rasmussen, Cupcake, Cupcake Chaos, James Russell, Jessica Marshall, Madeline Welsh, Randall Gaz, Robert X, The Godless Revolution Podcast, Tina Coley, Andre Skabinski, CPT Miller 132, Freethinker 215, Support Americans United for the Separation of Church and State, Gary Gerfin, Kevin Bodden, Kimberly Kellogg, Kyle Johnson, Lawrence Quinn, Lada Nilsson, Michael Walker, Mooney Feathers, Satan's Little Monkey, a Light in the Dark, Aaron Painter, Angela Dick, Anwin Davies, Arduin, Becky Fairley, Cecilia Antonio, Dave Lindup, Evans Murphy, Karen Sheets, Keith Kingsbury, Malleus Farmentum, a.k.a. Mr. Bible Pants, Mike Smuda, Mike Yoakum, Ord Toothman, Patrick Neary, Ray Kerfont, Rosabelle Howden, Some Random, Sosh, Terry Tryon, Tinfoil Hat Society, Tracy Harden, Ugly German Truths, uh, let's see, Angelica Pearson, David Hicks, Jeff Linville, Jacob Bream, Joshua Abadie, Michael Lundgren, Michael Thompson, Stephen Andrus, Tim Smith, Will Nash, Andrew Medina, Arizona Atheist, Bob Koenig, Big Sky 1889, David Hicks, EJ Allen, Grand Priapism, Haley Wozniak, James Kenyon, Joseph, 
Michael, I'm oh, sorry, Michael Lord, Matthew James, Robert Levine, Roger Bush the Fourth, and Jazza G. Whoops, I forgot a couple of patrons. We need Darren Reddle. Uh, let's see. Brooke Moffat changed her patronage up to the level where we can actually talk about her again, or him. Sorry, don't mean to assume anybody's gender there. Uh, and we have a new patron by the name of Ben Roberts. But you know what? That does it for us tonight, everybody. It's been a really, really rough week getting. I'm glad we got this episode out to you finally. Sorry it took so long, but that's the way stuff happens sometimes, especially when you live in Casa X. Anyway, uh, thank you all so much for your patronage. It really does mean a ton to us. Uh, if there's anything that we could do for you, God, please let us know. I feel like sometimes we don't talk with everybody enough, so please let me know what we can do better on this show. But with that, it's time to bring episode number 258 to a close. And remember, everyone, you're welcome. It's time once again for that wonderful segment called Comments from Trolls. And you know what? I We do this for us. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, the, we there's do. a lot of people we that do. really enjoy us slamming on the people that comment on us. But God damn it. Is, is it not fun every fucking week to talk about these fucking people? Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. So the first one up that we have here did not like a Liz Crokin video that I put out this past week. Uh, solo recording because really? the title of it says Liz thinks Trump is a 4D chess master using Acosta to snare Epstein. Oh yeah, that one came up oh. on my feed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Richard Arena, Dick Arena says uh, Democrats have have sorry fucked up already. Democrats have Donald Trump derangement syndrome. Ah. Uh. I am so sick of that. I, I'm not a Democrat. <laughs> I mean, I'm also not a Democrat. <laughs> well, I am, but I mean, I vote Democrat. I mean, but that doesn't make me a Democrat. <laughs> well, I mean, for, first, first off, uh, the 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 whole Trump story. Who coined that, by the way? Trump. I know Trump it, was, I don't know. it was an I think it was an asshole. It was either Glenn Beck or like Al, uh, Alex Jones. Uh, either way. I'm just saying. It's, not a, it's not a thing. All I know is that I visited some folks in Pennsylvania, and Pennsylvania was one of those states that went for Trump by like 10,000 yeah. votes or something like that. And they both told me that they voted for Gary Johnson. And I said to these employees on the spot, I said, fuck both of you. And they're like, what? I'm, at least I have this relationship with them. I can say this. I'm like, fuck both of you. Well, what do you mean? I'm like, it was close. And your two, along with everybody else's two, could have fucking mattered in this race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If everyone who'd voted third party had just voted for Hillary Clinton, like a goddamn fucking grown well, As I explained right. it to him, I said, you guys voted for somebody instead of one of the only two people that could have won in that race. That 
could have possibly won. <laughs> right, right. It's not it's not hard. When the choice is the lesser of two evils, you vote for the lesser of the two evils. Obviously. Right. And guess what? Hillary Clinton definitely would not be improving the conditions of poor people in any sort of meaningful way. And she certainly wouldn't be championing Medicare for all. And she certainly wouldn't be championing free college or any of those great things that we are desperately in need of. Um, but instead but we wouldn't of, have baby well, cages. Right, we wouldn't. But you know what she would do on those subjects? She would fucking sign a bill that somebody else wrote and passed. <laughs> right. She just she just wouldn't necessarily push for it. That's but true. It, but if somebody passed, but if but if Congress passed one, she'd sign it. That's true. Here, she was. This is my favorite next line here. It says he was exonerated from the Russia scandal, yet they yeah, still pretend he did something God. wrong. He was not <laughs> exonerated. Was not. The specific words were: if he was, if if we could say that the president committed no crime, we would so state. Right. Oh. So, so we get to go back to that word derangement <laughs> because that implies a separation from reality <laughs> and, and a, a denial of plain fact. So. Oh, how about this next line then? Hillary Clinton <laughs> emails, buttery emails we have right here. However, are just fine, bitch ass hypocrites. Well, I they're mean, really not that big of a deal, actually. They they really weren't that big a deal. I don't know if I, I don't know if I can say they were just fine. No, you know what I'm but, I'm really interested in. But it, but it was not uh, not that big a fucking deal. If this, it certainly wasn't the thing I cared about the most. If this guy is going to if this guy is going to what aboutism here? How about we just take it one step further? What about all two fucking million? Of the Bush emails that just never made it anywhere. That just fucking yeah. magically disappeared and nothing happened. How about all of the 22 women that have accused Donald Trump of sexual assault? Yeah. After, you know, he bragged about committing sexual assault. And Dick Arena continues here by saying, welfare loving assholes. If you need welfare, you should be able to get welfare. That's all I'm saying. Um, I, I am a fan of that program, and I think it should be expanded. And, and you don't have to uh, jump through so many much... fucking hoops to get it. You know? Yeah, I would actually like it to be entirely abolished and replaced with UBI. I well, yeah, that'd be much, much better. Programs are, are uh, undignified and create a cycle of poverty. See, conservative, we can agree on something. I think our social but programs at the same cycle of poverty. Time, if we went to UBI, capitalism would make it so everybody's prices were raised. That's to not suck true. All of that up. Mm -mm. No, that's not true in any sort of uh, experiment. In any time, any time it's been tested, uh, it, it's not. An, it's it's it would be more than most people get off of welfare and food stamps. Uh, they don't, there's no requirements for it. And what it would actually do is create a negotiation power for people to be able to leave shitty jobs. See, they're like, they're like, Oh, yeah. you're not going to give me that raise that I am due. Well, I'll fucking quit. Cause I'm going to have this. an income. I don't need this job. Yeah, I don't so. need your job. All right. And so like, yeah. So, um, that was the marks and angles took that approach about UBI, like, but they were basing it off of bad data and that data actually has been reevaluated now. And it turned out it was the exact opposite, but they were working off of the information they had. Right. So it's not like they were. I, I just know that whenever this nation sees an influx of money coming in, they're like, Oh, more people are going to have money. Well, let's raise the prices on everything. That's all I was going off of there. So, oh, well, so my thing is, um, 
it's kind of like how inflation's blown up this much while you know minimum wage is still mm. yeah but if more people had more money then that inflation wouldn't hurt them so bad so when you're saying more people have an influx of money prices are going up anyway yeah so well and and prices are Prices are, are are more based off uh, more that more market pressures than just Income how much versus, money yeah. people have. The the costs of goods and manufacturing. I mean, fucking taxes, not taxes. Tariffs have more of an impact on prices than how much money everybody else has. Yeah, not the prices they're paying for stuff the prices we're paying for stuff right anyway but the thing is we're giving this guy way too much fucking credit and giving him way too much of a lesson here on this because it's interesting (laughs) uh he continues politically corrupt dipshits what's wrong with being politically correct uh you're a fucking idiot who is gullible and easily duped how's that for politically correct oh i'm sorry no you are an average, basic Christian white guy who has nothing interesting to offer the world. Your dick is boring. I know that. You know that. We all know that. Um, you definitely have never given a woman an orgasm. How how much more not politically correct do you want me to go? Oh, your religion is bullshit. Um, you are, you, yeah, you, you, care about nothing that's actually important and like to pretend like you're important because society told you you're a good boy because you got a, the correct genes and yet you still made, made nothing out of yourself despite all the goddamn privilege. How much more politically fucking incorrect would you like me to be? Well, I mean, well, hopefully there well, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, technically none of that was politically incorrect. <laughs> You didn't use a single fucking. Any you didn't use any racist yeah, word. Yeah, there. you didn't use any fucking slurs. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't call him a cunt or anything. Felicia, come on. <laughs> I said he has a boring dick. Well, yeah, that's just a fact. But he's been told this whole life from other people. Ooh, you are so big. <laughs> All right, moving on from his comment, let's see, he says, heterosexuals must appease morally bankrupt LGBTQ by using proper gender pronouns. Does he think we're heterosexual? He you know what? Gay people don't like getting mis- misgendered as well, you know? <laughs> yeah, I personally yeah. would be fond of being misgendered. Excuse me, sir. You need to calm the fuck down right now, Felicia. Sir? Sir, stop. <laughs> I would, I, it would be, I would be at a loss. Like when people, like when people see my profile picture and assume I'm black, I would just be like, I don't know what, I don't. Yeah. That was brought up on the live stream this week. You guys need to catch that one. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he finishes it off by saying we are truly living in the last days. Yeah. It's only been saying that for like the last fucking two millennia. That's cool. We're yeah, going to move on. I, I, I'm got a 0% accuracy rate on end of days. So. Right, 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 right. Although, although, you know, <laughs> Just fucking looking around, I sure as fuck hope these are the last days because fuck. It is the last days of happy Honda days. <laughs> God damn it. No more horses. That's <laughs> oh, good by horses. I love that. <laughs> All right. In regards to our biblical rape video that we put out that was a patron show that made it live this this last week. Uh, oh, oh, God. Yeah, this one. Okay. Uh, Edward Strinden, who looks like a member of the Taliban that lost like 80 points of IQ when I'm looking at him here. He's just 
Like, where the fuck am I? Anyways, he says, you three are ignorant of historical context in regards to biblical rape. I don't think um, there's that no that's ignorant of historical context. There's no context. None. None whatsoever. None anywhere. Was not existing. Huh? Is this Lot and his daughters? Was that one no, of them? No, no, no. This is when we we're this like Christian girl was saying that, you know, them taking wives after battle from the people oh. that they capture and stuff. And yeah. you got good and pissed off at that one. But there's no context, no historical context where rape is okay and slavery is yeah. okay. There's none. None. I'm sorry. Did he seriously just say that, like, historical context makes the trauma and horror? Fine. That's what he's trying to imply here. Well, right. if you want historical context right now, less than 2% of rapists see the inside of a goddamn prison. All yep, right? Yep. If you want the yeah. historical context right now, 50 women accused Bill Cosby of rape and 80 women accused Harvey Weinstein of rape. And there are still people claiming they're all fucking liars. Rape is still not treated as real or serious or believable. Brett Kavanaugh. Yet, that's all I got to say. You know? Yeah. Brett Kavanaugh got to the Supreme Court after very credible allegations and he cried over workouts and said he liked beer. Okay. If you want historical context, look at our context right now. And rape is still not a serious crime. It is still not treated as real. And you think that that makes it okay because back then they were okay with it sometimes. They're okay with it as much as we are now. Honestly, honestly, our soldiers, our service members have gone into countries, invaded them on behalf of our country, in just the last 10 years right. and raped and pillaged and nothing ever happens. So yeah, we're, so we're ignorant. You. Okay, cool. Um, but we're the ignorant ones of historical right, content. Right, Next right. one. And I'm, and I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure he, he's, he finished and rounded out his comment with, um, you know, a well thought out and, and thoroughly documented this is me presentation. Of his of the context and the the facts to which we were ignorant. No, 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 no. Of course, they can't no? bring up a cogent argument or anything. No, no, no. Huh. Okay. The next one All is right. from a Alex Jones video. It was more uh, arresting pedophiles. So you know the Epstein thing was bringing a lot of our Q videos coming back up and well, right, yeah, know, pedophile of course, videos yeah. coming back up. And oh, interesting. This person yeah. says, "I told you so." Is their name? I told, and then you so is the last name. Uh, says the world knows the USA is a Christian nation. I'm just going to say no and move on just so I can get to this next line. No, okay. no, no, it is not a Christian nation. And the second comment said, my favorite thing is going to become a t-shirt. It says worst podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and Kyle and I decided that we're going to get a shitty little vector graphic picture of like a Trophy, just a trophy, the uh -huh. little trophy looking uh -huh. thing. Right, right. It just says yes. worst podcast in comics. Right, fans. right, right. And yeah. you have and you have to leave like the, the you have to leave the like the like Getty Images watermark on it. <laughs> Has to be <gasps> shitty. And I said, Oh, thank you. Thank you for the new t shirt design idea. And they replied back. <laughs> Don't reply <laughs> back to me when I'm <laughs> they replied back. <laughs> 
They said, anytime. And I'm like, oh, were you just trolling just to have fun or anything? And then they had to leave one more shitty comment that says, uh huh. The Lord knows your kind has no original thoughts. <laughs> Pun. This is not we going do. well for you. <laughs> uh, no, you. I mean, I mean, there is an argument to be made that there are no more original thoughts left in the world. But hey, yeah, Kyle Kinane thought that like all thoughts have been thunk. <laughs> yeah, and then um, he realized that big dick bats don't get sleep. So. <laughs> Don't worry, there's our, there's always a new thought under the sun. Right. Okay, not to ruin his bit, but it's because when they, they sleep upside down, if they have a big dick. Yeah, it smacks him in the face, yeah. <laughs> Got it. That's why I was giggling a minute ago. <laughs> Randy Swain says, uh, this was in regards to Answers in Genesis and the expose that somebody put out there on Facebook, and I read to everybody, says, all people and companies have issues. Thank you, Mr. Centrist. And we are taking... Yeah, like, okay. <laughs> so why aren't we trying to fix them? No, we just like, need to, like, like every place like, sucks. It's not called fun. It's called work. <laughs> and we are taking this guy's view inside. I'm the guy reading the video of a lady that worked at Answers in Genesis. So it's not my view okay. and my side. Right, right. And sorry if you did work for AIG... I see that your language didn't get much better. They thought I worked for Answers in Genesis. Well, they were clearly, they were very clearly paying attention. <laughs> wow. That's impressive. And That's impressive if they mistook you. You said fuck, right? Many times. <laughs> right. Okay. See, like, we have a brand and our brand involves much cursing. And if you got through an entire video without cursing, honestly, I'd be disappointed. No, because I stopped halfway through and I'm like, nope, I don't need to read that part because it's just preaching and fuck your book. You know, and that's that's one of our quotes oh. here on the show is <laughs> fuck your book. Fuck, fuck. <laughs> fuck your book. Okay. Fuck your book. And then the very, the very last one that they rounded out with that whole thing there is like, right. not sure you should be wearing the T-shirt because I was wearing the uh, Team Jesus T-shirt. And so... <laughs> I'm doing it again this week because it pisses you people <laughs> off so bad oh, that I can wear a so I can wear your God's name on my chest it's so good. and not mean it. <laughs> we are making fun of you. <laughs> and then a couple other comments about we don't understand the spiritual battle being waged because it was about Satanism. And someone says, Oh. How can you be an atheist and a Satanist? And fucking, I oh, don't come care. On. Yeah, we've talked that. <laughs> come you on. have access to it. You can read the oh. internet just like the rest of us do. <laughs> I don't know if you didn't, I don't know if you realize this or not. This is not an education channel. We are not providing solid information. This is an entertainment this is, channel. This is not entry level atheism 101 stuff here. Oh no. Come to this We're game. Oh no, no, no. This is advanced atheism. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. It's advanced atheism because we're not just about the God, no God thing anymore. We're about you should treat your other fucking fellow human beings like decent people. You know, I'm sorry. Right. We have more important things to talk about than the easiest goddamn question. In right, the world. right. We we tackled that one and we have moved on. We will keep making fun of. Uh, oh, absolutely. Very 
because this is our Christian. This is our this is our Saturday night. This is what we do. <laughs> so leave us some troll ass comments, and we'll fucking laugh at you the whole fucking time. Bookie making money, <laughs> not much money, not much money, but at least not money. much, at least. not much. No, especially if it gets demonetized because we use the swears Fuck. a lot. <laughs> Dick Arena. <laughs> Dick Arena. I mean, I, I kind of, I kind of love the name. It's, I, I really want somebody to animate that. Crikey! So there I was, <laughs> about to face off with about fifteen of these huge cocks just all in my face. And then you go full Van Dyke. The crowd cheers. The crowd cheers. I re yeah no. I want I want someone I want someone to to illustrate this to animate this. Uh, uh, just I mean basically just just. I've seen this porn. No, I've definitely seen this porn. Someone just needs to take the uh, the fight scene from uh, Attack of the Clones when they're in the. Uh, it was Attack of the Clones, wasn't it? Yeah, where they had the big battle yeah. in the fucking arena thing. Yeah, the arena. Right, 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 right. But yeah, yeah, but just replace just replace all the people with yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, they're hanging up on two different big giant phallic things to begin with. All I gotta do is shove a couple of balls it, underneath them and you're good. It's right there. <laughs> it's right it's there. Right you can there. do it. And I wanna see that in our email. <laughs> <laughs> Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Hip, 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 powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Hip, 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 powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.